FT Live, still taking over Cincinnati, and we're coming at you from right across the street from Great American Ballpark. Scotty Braun and the Reds legends next to me, Danny Graves and Todd Father, Todd Frazier. We're opening up the BetMGM Sportsbook right across the street. A lot of people all around town right now and in this area because they're playing ball right now. They're, they're playing balls, right? Hunter I know Green's th- playing ball right yeah. now. He's dominating right now. You know, they got that loss yesterday, but the biggest thing is you got to win series right now. If you're not winning series, there's going to be trouble, especially with, what, 11 games left, 10 games? So got to find a way to win today. Big swing game today. Yeah, well, then they say a lot of people say momentum is as good as your next day starter, mm-hmm. and Hunter Green, the way that he's starting, that should get some momentum for Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. We had a great time at the game last night all of us hanging out it was really fun um so cheers and props to the reds for hosting us last night and also again props to the brand new bet mgm sportsbook uh right across the street from the main entrance of the ballpark and a little food so todd father's not hangry and cranky <laughs> you know how i get, you know how I get. <laughs> of course nation kitchen and bar bringing us a sneak peek of the food that you'll be able to have right here at the bet mgm sportsbook at the banks coming up this fall so look out for that and uh we officially opened this place up and yes like these guys mentioned the reds were handled yesterday by the twins also willie castro with a great catch in center field he's been doing that with his scouting report in his hand too that was amazing that was that's insane yeah um twins did suffer some losses though royce lewis seems like he's day-to-day with the hammy but carlos correa back on the il plantar fasciitis Mm. he's had a tough time getting things going this year he's been pretty banged up it's unfortunate too, man. Because could you imagine if, like, how much better the Twins would be if he was fully healthy all year long and the numbers that he would have been putting up? Uh, but I think just his presence in that locker room, you know, for guys like Royce Lewis and and Castro, uh, all the younger guys, it's it's a huge loss. But hopefully, he's he's going to continue to be there with the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and hamstring. I mean, I've had a hamstring before. I don't know. You ever tweak your hammy? I don't have hammies. I don't, <laughs> you got slammies. That's what you got. Hey, anything as slight as a little tweak, it takes three to five weeks. I mean, listen, if you want this really? thing to fully heal, I, I remember weeks? I had it. I had a grade one, and they're saying 25 days at least to, if to not do anything, a little rehab, a little rub and tug here, get making sure it's good. Hammies are no joke, man, just like calves. I mean, you've seen with Mike Trout how long it took for him to get back. So if they're trying to make a push at this, I mean, are they going to push him through this? Uh, you know, only speculation, but yeah. I've been there before with hammies. They're no joke. Do you mm-hmm. think like you could have, you could pinch hit with a hammy? And, yeah, and- but running, it was just running wise. Yeah. Running wise was like, all right, well, you're going to get a little, little, a hard jog from me. You're not getting a hundred percent. If I got to leg out a double, I'm probably just rounding first and just chilling. Yeah. Jeez. All right. So we're going to talk to Max Muncie coming up in about 10 minutes. Ken Rosenthal, top of hour two. Freddie Peralta also will join us a little bit later on. He suffered that loss against Wayno, but it was you know kind of good for the sport. Uh, 200th <laughs> win for Wayno, which we talked about. If you missed any of that, that's on the Tuesday show or the Tuesday pod. Let's charge the damn mound right now, and let's give some love to the Atlanta Braves, and specifically Todd's boy, Ronald Acuna Jr., who's now one home run away from 40. He also swiped a bag, so he's at 67 stolen bases. 39 home runs it was his bat flip bobblehead night too (laughs) first pitch he saw of the night dinger and you know the one other thing i want to point out todd father he's Mm. played in 149 out of 151 games missed a couple this weekend with the calf yeah but then he's like right back in there he does not want to miss games no it goes to show you especially after an injury too, a big injury what he had 
you know, maybe you'd want to like teeter back and be like, hey, listen, you know, I'll take the day. You know, I'm, we'll take a couple more days off and just, you know, relax going. No, he's he's on cruise control right now. He's having a great year. The second home run was even better. He went to dead center on the line and um, looks like he's going to get my hopefully knock on wood. My 70 stone bait. That might be it. my only bet that comes true this year. <laughs> wow. Oh, he's getting that. That's that's a no-brainer. But just imagine, like, when you were a kid playing stickball or, yeah. or street football, whatever you played growing up, you didn't want to miss a day, right? No. Well, this game is like that to him. It's a little kid's game, and he's just dominating it. So, I don't. I mean, I think fans love it that he wants to be out there every single day. The Braves set that tone, too. The Braves are not big on resting up yeah. their guys. They go, hey, you want to play every day? Play every day. Yeah. We don't want to mess with that. You stay on the field. You're giving it your all. You feel close to 100% or whatever mm-hmm. you feel at this point in the season. Go for it. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't seem like they're going to rest their guys too much even for the for the rest of the season when they should have that top overall seed locked up with another 10 days to go. And they're smoking hot. I mean, you think about it. Marcelo Zuna, three hits, three – like he – like they just produced Spencer Strider, 11 Ks last night. This squad is ready to go, man. And, you know, hopefully, you know, here, oh, man, they're hot at the wrong times. I don't care. Keep it rocking. Keep it rolling. I'm, I would not want to play the Braves anytime soon, later, in between, down the road, in the winter. It don't matter to me. They're good. Yeah, the only time you can say they're hot at the wrong time is if they do rest them, right? When you're hot, yeah, you want to yeah. keep it. You want to keep hitting. Give me that. Of course. <clears throat> yeah, this is a heavy favorite because we don't always have that heading into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. This is a pretty heavy favorite. Yeah. To win they have a World been Series. for a while, I'd say. It's been almost the entire year. I yeah. mean, you had the Rays grabbing the spotlight in the first month or so mm-hmm. with that super hot undefeated start. What was it, 13-0? and 0? It feels like a billion years ago. But yeah, right. They picked up a nice dub over a division rival that um, they certainly want to handle this year if they face him in the playoffs. And, and Michael Lorenzen, who had the no-hitter, now he's been struggling. He came in in relief, gave up a few hits, a few walks. Um, Braves really pounced in that inning. So we'll see what happens in the rest of the series. Shohei Otani, uh, yeah, we did not make it a day or a show without talking about him, but <laughs> pretty big news popped up. Um, got surgery done. Now, I can't call it Tommy John because that's not what it is, and I'm not going to act like I'm a doctor, but I will read a little bit about an internal brace inserted into the elbow and that the ligament was repaired. And we can show you some tweets here from Jeff Fletcher, who covers the team every day for the Orange County Register. So it was a procedure in L.A. This occurred on Tuesday, and it was a statement released by his agent, which – I will say is a little bit unique. Usually the team releases the statement about the yeah. injury, but I guess because he's leaving and you know his group's been in control and in my mind, it's still been a weird communication process. This is what uh, his agent said. Didn't specify the exact procedure. Said, Otani, this is the important part. We'll be ready to hit on opening day of 2024 and pitch in 2025. And it was Dr. Neil Elitrash who's been around for a while. He performed the procedure and then Fletcher goes on to say, and chatting quickly with a few people about the description attributed to Elitrash in the statement, this was not a traditional Tommy John surgery with a reconstruction. It was a prepare, st- a repair. Still won't pitch till 2025. It speeds up the rehab slightly on the hitting side. Danny, you pitched. Hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> you didn't hit 50 bombs in the bigs, but what does this mean in your mind? Well, that means he's going to hit 70 bombs next year now, <laughs> yeah. that, he ha- now that he's only uh, concentrating on hitting and saving energy just for hitting. I mean, I, I get it. You know, you want this guy, wherever he's going to, his agent wants him to play wherever for a long time and make a ton of money. But you got to make sure that he's right in his arm. Um, obviously, you can still hit with certain 
arm injuries, but I, I think you have to have Shohei on both sides at some point. And if that's not until 2025, fine. But if he's going to be on the field in 2024, watch out. <laughs> Don't pitch to him because yeah. you're going to give it up to him. I mean, he's going to be so locked in hitting. Uh, not a traditional Tommy John surgery with reconstruction. It was a repair. I've, that's the first I've heard of that. When you bring up Tommy John, for me, it's like, all right, the, the world's coming to an end. Like, you're, you're done for a year. But, I mean, I'm not, I don't know what a repair is. Did they just go around? You know, like I've had my knee surgery done, but they trimmed around where the uh, meniscus was. They didn't, they didn't say it was a full meniscus tear. So I want to know more details about what really is going on with his arm. But whatever they did, hopefully it, he never has this problem again. Because for me, I mean, Tommy John is Tommy John. You're, well, whenever I hear this, he's out for the year. They're saying until 25. Yeah. Now, what does he have to do? He's going to come to the ballpark early. He's going to do his rehab. He's going to get ready to hit. It's going to be long days for him each and every day. Yeah, and I think he's, he'll be okay with that. But to me, like the wording there, whatever yeah. it is, that's to let all you teams know that yeah. – I'm going to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a total Tommy John. You know, they used to call it a scope, right? Like yeah. you used to yeah. get a cleanup. It's cleanup. Yeah. yeah. That's what I, I, I was so, getting to. This seems a little more than a cleanup, obviously, if you can't pitch until 2025, but uh, this is like contract talk, in my opinion. And he, everything he does Great is mysterious contract talk. Yeah. Great I mean, call. that's coming up and a Didn't lot of things that he that. does is mysterious, right? Yeah. Yes. We don't get a lot of information often and it's very, carefully crafted it's, and i'll say again I, just, I, I see it i see it in the message jeff I, like who did he talk to jeff <laughs> he didn't talk to anybody in the brass and in my opinion they probably talked to his agent, his agent yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I would have to agree yeah. I, I wish they would just play i talked to uh you know boris i talked to you know joe schmo like listen yeah why, why yeah, is but they won't let they won't put yeah. their name on it. But right. Dude, like this I've is, done this that. I've talked world. to yeah. plenty of agents, especially this uh, year. You could put this out there, but don't, but don't put name. my name on yeah. it. Yeah. So I mean, I think you can read between the lines. Yeah. And the yeah. thing is, like, I'll say it one more time. He's doing his thing with his yeah. camp at this point because understood he's leaving. Yeah. So he's not working hand in hand with the org. You know what I'm saying? I just it's not like he's got to call the agents be like, hey, let's talk about the statement we're going to put out together. It's just like, hey. My agent's going to put a statement. You can put it out so that yeah. you guys can communicate it. You I know what I'm saying? I just want to know where the water bottle went. I want it signed, and I want it on the show. Maybe it's a friend that like, started the water bottle thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Well, let me ask you this Nobody. about Otani. Now knowing this, right? Now the news is official that he won't pitch next year. Yeah. Does that affect anything with the offseason pursuit by teams? Does it affect the way the contracts are offered? I would say so. I would say 100%. And I'm sure he wants to be locked down for a long time. Um, I'm sure that taken into consideration, I'm sure that's going to be a bump off of what he wants. Do you think so, though? I do. Well, I, cause I here's, do. Here's my counter to that. Yeah. Ready? Go ahead. How I'm, many teams want him? Right? If I was, so if you call me, yeah, right, I mean, and you go, hey, Shohei, it's it's the Dodgers. So since you're not going to pitch next year, you know, we, we think you're worth uh, 480 or we're going to dock a year down or we're yeah. going to put something incentive-laden. And you know what I'm going to say? Oh, that's cool. I got 14 other teams on the line. I'll call you back never. How do we know he's going to come back fully 100% from this and pitch the way he did? We don't. There's still uncertainty. And that's why I say the money might be a little different from what he wants into what a team wants. And, of course, you're right. There's going to be 14 other, 15, 6. Every t- every Dude, team. he's got too every. much leverage. That's so, my I got point. It. And you they're going to make saying? tons of money yeah. just on sales alone with jerseys and who he is. Yeah. But at the end of the day, there's that uncertainty that we don't know. Right. Can can I be his agent for a second? Yeah. yeah. So 
if you don't think you want that me I, to be a team, yes, okay, <laughs> you love this, Scott. Dodgers on the line. Hey, Dodgers. Yeah, he's not going to pitch next year, but he's probably going to hit sixty to seventy home runs. He's going to be great for the community. You know how much money you can make on the side. So whatever you want to pay me now, um, it, you're going to have to compete with 20, 28 other teams because we know the Angels don't want you. Yeah. Um, no, the Angels do want me. Well, they're not going to afford him. Like, right. He doesn't want to go back to the Angels. I think it's that. They, yeah. He just wants to win. Yeah. I think there's there's probably 10 teams ruled out for right. being bad at baseball. Right. So guess what? When I come back and I'm ready to throw in 2025, or okay. when Shohei is, he's going to be that much better, that much fresher. He's going to have more bullets in the tank. And – He's going to be the the best pitcher because this is a not a Tommy John. This is like a, a tune up, and he's had extra time to rehab and get this thing stronger. I'm going to stop you there. You don't even have to convince me on the TJ. I know how many teams are calling you and offering you money. We're giving you what you want, dude. See, I don't think there has your, to be that much Steve convincing. Calling? It could be yeah. why? Because what's what's he throwing he out there? The phone, oh, oh, I'm I'm calling now. <laughs> oh, My name's Steve. How are you? <laughs> Well, John Harper, who, who writes for uh, SNY, quote, if the Japanese superstar is willing, every baseball person I spoke to fully expects that owner Steve Cohen would make the biggest offer, even if Otani won't pitch in 24. And even though the Mets have indicated they may not mm. be all in next season after their sell off at the trade deadline. My only thing on that front is I do believe in this. think that the numbers are going to be close enough from a number of teams that he's going to go. Can you guarantee me the playoffs next year? Because that is the number one yeah, most yeah. important thing to me. Because I know I'm going to get paid. You know, I, I think he's going to get multiple half a billion dollar offers. And yeah. if the Dodgers throw money out there, it's not even just about the location. They can guarantee the playoffs probably better than any ball club. Well, them like them the and the Braves. Yeah, yeah, but the Braves, I don't think will necessarily right. pay for that. Right. Who knows? I mean, this is such a unique case, but. That's my take is that he's got to go to a team that's going to make the playoffs next year. Like, yeah. Todd Father, can you guarantee me the Mets are going to make the playoffs next you year? You can't guarantee anything. Right. What, you can't, though. That's what the are the thing. chances, though? It's it's not like the Mets roster right now needs a lot of work. That's they not need, a playoff team, clearly. They, no, they, they bombed need, this besides season. Besides Senga, they need some pitching. Yeah. And he's throwing today, which is great. You know, hopefully makes me look good by saying that. But, <laughs> yeah, no, he's they, been great. They need yeah. pitching, dude. And he's Shohei's not pitching next year, so. There's another thing. So they'll right. need another pitcher. Yeah. So yep. I don't know. I think, Steve, they talk about, oh, no, not this in 2025. We're going to take a break. And this guy ain't taking a break, dude. If, if he's there and for the right, if they see a ballpark ranger where they could be, he's going after him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he's going after him. But, uh, yeah, like you said, he's got to go somewhere where 99% chance of making the playoffs. Yes. It's got to be real strong. Yeah. And yeah, you're not getting a pitcher for a year. So let me see what your pitching staff looks like. Yeah, it's a good point. Exactly. Let's okay, get, I'll still give you whatever you want. You? <laughs> I'll still give Shohei whatever he wants. Well, that's what every team, <laughs> not every team, but every team that, that wants to pay money yeah. is going to do. All right, let's get to the Blue Jays. They win a fourth consecutive game, keep up in the AL wildcard race, which has been insane and continues to be so. Um, because teams aren't running away with things either. Like the Blue Jays had a terrible week. Last week, losing four in a row to the Rangers. And now they pick up four in a row right now. They take down the Red Sox. Or actually, sorry, the, the Rangers take down the Red Sox. But um, Toronto takes down the Yankees 7-1. Springer on his birthday. Does what he usually does. Lead off home run. Mm. <laughs> Bo homered. Uh, Alejandro Kirk homered. And most importantly, and this is big for me with Toronto this year, We've talked about Manoa and how he hasn't been a factor for the team and he's not with them really for the second half and wasn't good in the first half. 
You know who was terrible for them last year and has been great when he's been on the mound for them this year? Barrios. Barrios? Yes. Barrios. Correct. I got another one for you. You say Kikuchi. He has been good. And yesterday, again, five innings, one run, seven strikeouts. The only problem was he had to leave a little bit early with cramping. And this is a story that swept social media last night. Caitlin McGrath covers the team for the athletics said Kikuchi thinks he'll be fine for his next start after he left the game with cramps the biggest revelation was that he said it may have been caused by only getting 11 hours of sleep last night instead of his usual 13 or 14 <laughs> hours I'm sorry what <laughs> hey that's that's something you do with like a an infant child you want him to sleep as long as possible yeah. Listen, I, w- I wish I could do what he does. Yeah. 13 or 14? How many hours do you guys get? How many did you get when you were playing? Um, oh, I, would say, I don't remember. I would say 10 or, 10 or 11. Oh, that's a lot. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, it just depends on when, when I went to sleep. But, um, yeah, I would say close to at least 10. On the road, On about a good 10. day. Yeah, on the road, 10. Um, at home, like 6. 6? Kids waking you up. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, well, six my is... wife was good at it because she knew I had to play. You only had to play in the ninth inning. Yeah, so. my wife wasn't good at it. That's why I'm not married to her anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, talk That's about whatever you want on the show. Yeah. It happens. Uh... It happens, all right? Yeah. Might hey, create a media battle. Famer. It's all good. <laughs> exactly. But that's half what Kikuchi pulled off. So, actually, we'll ask Max Muncy, who's going to join us coming up in a sec, about this because I'm curious now on the sleep hours, what guys are getting nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. 14 means you're only awake for 10. It's yeah, just it doesn't make blowing sense. my mind. L.A. Dodgers slugger, Mr. Walkoff, Max Muncy joining us right now. Max, great to see you, dude. And before we get to all the all the game action, I do have a question that I want to spill over from our last <laughs> combo. How many hours of sleep per night do you get? And did you hear us talk about Yusei Kikuchi's insane sleep schedule? Uh, my answer to that is not 11. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> so not 13 or 14 either, which is how much he's getting per night. And he said he had cramping because he only got to 11. Yeah, definitely not that amount. Give me a guess. An average during the season. An average. Uh, when I'm at home, uh, we're looking at, you know, if it's a good night with the kids, we're looking at seven to eight hours probably. Okay. And a bad night. <laughs> I don't want to know. Not, not that. <laughs> um, boy, yeah, when, you have, when you have an infant, man, it's tough to do, man. Been down that road, understandably. Hey, let me ask you this: Who's if you had to pick right now? Who's the NL MVP in your eyes? Well, <clears throat> that's that, that's tough for me. If you if you go off of offense only, it's definitely Acuna. But you know, it's the most valuable player. You're talking about defense, also. So to me, you know when you add in what Mookie brings to the table with defense, it's, it's really a tough call. <clears throat> Max, you think Freddie's in that conversation too, right? I mean, yeah, with Mookie. yeah absolutely. They should have, I mean, Freddie's Freddie's about to have more doubles than anyone's had in the last, uh, what is it like 30 years? Something like that. Century. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a great race this year. It's, it's yeah. going to be an unbelievable And it's two race. dudes on, on, two different teams you know yeah I, I think right now with the stolen bases that Acuna has like that's pretty phenomenal too as well I mean you, can, you can't be wrong with either choice I think that's the toughest part you got four or five guys you could put in a hat and flip out one and it's just like you I, I think you're happy to have two of them on your team I would assume <laughs> oh yeah absolutely not not complaining about that um, now, it, it, it's been it's been fun to watch it's been great for the sport of baseball you know what Acuna has been doing with the stolen bases and everything has been you know it's it's really eye popping, um, 
you know, Fred, Freddie got into a pretty elite club the other night, getting his 20th stolen base. So that, that's that's cool to watch also. Yeah. All right. So let's get to you, Mr. Walkoff. Do those get old for you at all? And can you take us through like the exact agenda for you after you pull off an accomplishment like that, which obviously is super cool individually, but for the team, like what's the, the moment that happens? Are you looking around like nobody, you know, smoke me, you know, nobody hit me too hard. Like we got a long way to go here still. Cause that, that was actually pretty tame. It, it looks like, you know, you guys have done this once or a hundred times. Yeah. You know, we've, uh, yeah, we've definitely done it quite a few times, but it was more just, uh, Hey, we got the job done time to celebrate it a little bit and, you know, just enjoy it. Um, we, we would kind of have our thing we do in the clubhouse after we win, uh, after we win a series. So that was, that was really more what everyone was focused on was what we did in the clubhouse. Um, and then the most important thing for me is don't get surprised by that water bucket. You know, <laughs> you got you to spot who's bringing that thing out and, uh, uh, don't, don't get surprised by it. What's the clubhouse thing that you guys do? Cause I also, I saw you guys on the road when you clinched have all the neon lighting lined up in the clubhouse. I'm a big fan, but what's, what's the deal yeah, is it's, it something uh, it's, that we can talk about? It's club dub, you know, you get, you get the lights, you get the lights off, you get the, the neon lights going, the smoke machine, the, you know, we have a bubble machine, which is great for the, the kids that come in the clubhouse. They like to, to chase all the bubbles around, you know, it's just a, we, we have a good time in there. So is it safer to like when you're rounding first and the winning run scores, is it safer just to take your Jersey out for them? Or is that <laughs> like uh, a no, no. Yeah, I mean that that could be a that that, that could be a, a tactic you go with. Just start unbuttoning your jersey right away. Yeah. That way it rips off easier. You know, it's a uh, uh, sometimes those buttons hold pretty good. I, I just fear like uh, a neck being like snapped back trying to rip that jersey off. So help them out, right? <laughs> yeah, you know what's funny is there's there's always the one guy that tries to get the the, the cheap shots in there, just throw throw a, <laughs> throw a jab into the stomach. You know, there's always that one guy. Is that Kike? No, oh. <laughs> you know, the last, last night was pretty tame, although someone got me with a rosin bag pretty good. I don't know who did Ooh. that. Wow. Well, there's good news. Everything is, is on video yeah. these days. So if you need to you know, hit the replay room <laughs> before the game, you'll be able to find out just in case you have to return the favor at some point, you know, over the next few weeks. We'll see what happens. <laughs> um, yeah, all right. So, so let me ask you this because you know you, you've played the Braves we've talked about them obviously it'd be really cool if your two teams meet up uh, in the playoffs it was a great battle who do you think besides the Braves is the best team that you've seen this year in terms of you know talent and overall you know a team where you're like damn they'd be tough in the playoffs is there a, a specific ball um, club that stands out well, you know, we just got done playing Seattle, and uh, that's probably the most complete pitching staff I think that we've seen. That was, uh, you know, what, what what they have up there in terms of arms is really special. Um, you know, they struggle a little bit on the offensive side, but that's definitely not a team that'd be fun to face in the playoffs. I know that. That's that's some that's some serious pitching they got. Let me ask you this: So you're sitting on 35 home runs. Your career best is 36. I've asked this to a bunch of guys. Do you? have set goals that you have in mind you write down before the season and was getting over 36, one of them home run wise. You know, after, after last year and the injury that I had for me, it was kind of just having a productive year, um, you know, a, a productive year up to my standards. That was really just kind of my goal. Um, you know, hitting 30 home runs. That was, that was huge for me. Uh, the, the biggest one for me was getting 100 RBIs. It's the first time I've ever done that in my career. You know, I've gotten to upper 90s several times, but I've never gotten to 100. So, 
know, for me, that was a pretty cool one. Max, have you thought about the Dodgers having some type of like career resurrection club? Because, you know, we've talked about your story and, and Justin Turner's story, um, Chris Taylor. Jason Hayward's got to join the list now, right? He was great when he started his career. He had ups and downs. I mean, he's a well above average offensive performer this year looking at his numbers. I mean, he's 280. Um, his OPS plus is 129. This dude's having an awesome year for you guys. Yeah, he's been unbelievable. And, you know, it, you can look at all the numbers you want. The one thing that's not going to show up, though, is what he brings in the clubhouse. And, uh, you know, for anyone that's played played with Jay, they they know that he, that's the best clubhouse guy you can be around. He, he He's such a glue in there. And, um, you know, he's such a great guy, he's such a great teammate. Everyone loves being around him, loves hanging out with him. And he he just he really kind of cements the clubhouse and um you add that on top of what he's been doing on offense and especially on defense you know i think he's been one of the best right fielders in all of baseball which is kind of crazy considering we have mookie betts who's supposed to be playing right field for us but he's playing second base uh you know that 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 shows what kind of impact that jason's had alone right there is that you know mookie's been getting to play a lot more second just so we can have jason out there at right field have you seen anything or spoken to him about anything that he felt like really helped him click offensively consistently this year. I know he's tinkered with his swing a lot. He's one of those guys, you know, some guys never change and some guys change all the time, but have you gotten to talk to him or see anything about him? Cause you've also faced him over the years for a long time. You know, I think it's uh, I've talked to him a little bit, but I think it's more just like uh, a believing in yourself again, type type thing. And that's something that the Dodgers do so well. And, you know, we don't try to reinvent anything over here. We try to just, get you back to your basics, get you back to your roots. And, uh, you know, Jason was already a really great player and he just got away from his swing a little bit. And so for, for our hitting guys, I think it was just getting him back to his roots. And, uh, uh, you know, that's definitely been what's, what's happening for him. And, um, you know, he's been taking off, he's been having a great year and, you know, everyone is so happy for him. So, so Max, we talked yesterday about, uh, if we could go to any ballpark and watch any game for whatever reasons, uh, what would you pick? So, so I picked Dodger Stadium for a couple reasons. I only mentioned one of them yesterday. One reason is because the water pressure of the showers were so legit. Oh. I want to know <laughs> if they're still that good. They were the best in the league. But number two, the grass, the Dodger Stadium grass, is that the best in the league still? Please tell me yes. Uh, yeah, our, our playing service is definitely top notch. Uh, you know, this year it's been a little bit different because they redid the entire field over the offseason. And it's been, it was a really cold and wet winter. So it's, t it's been taking a long time for the, you know, the field to kind of settle in. Um, but yeah, our, our, our playing surface is definitely, you know, one of the best in baseball. And uh, uh, this, as for the water pressure um, on the home side, we have just okay water pressure, but there's definitely some, uh, some, some, some folktale stories about the old visiting clubhouse. How it was, it was basically just a fire hose. That's exactly. Wait, how is it? But that's a. It was that's exactly like a home field disadvantage. Why is it like that? It was the firmest water pressure you'll ever really? have. Really? Yeah. But but the water would come high though. The level, so you got to yeah. like a little too much. You got to be careful. Um, no, by yeah. The feet, everyone always right. everyone always said you had yeah. to be the first one in there. Otherwise, you're yeah. knee deep in water. Yeah, <laughs> you're taking a bath in knee there. Deep yeah. in, oh, because the drain can't handle it. It, it comes out so hard, but it's wow. like it's not painful. At certain spots in your body, it'll be painful if you know. know I'm yeah, of course, of course. So you got you got to wear your cuff for like your back. You, you it's know, like a good wear massage. Wear your cup when you're getting yeah. 
or going there alone. So. This is why we. This is really why we do this show. I mean, this is where we find out the good stuff. Yeah, I'd never heard that before. Didn't even really think about it, but it's no. important, especially if you're apartment shopping too, and you don't own. Yeah, the there's there's two places that most people talk about. It's the old clubhouse at Dodger Stadium and uh, old Miami. From what I've heard, um, I, I never got to play there, but I heard the at water Robbie? there was, Dan, was Danny would much know. A joke. I played yeah. there for a series too. I don't remember. Yeah, it, it, it was a joke there. It, it, it wasn't as good as Dodger Stadium, but th- I can tell you that's the only uh, shower that I actually threw my spikes at. Like, because I, I, I never got mad, but I got so mad that day for whatever reason. And I chucked my spikes in the shower and left them there. Wow. <laughs> yeah. They might still be there. Uh, <laughs> hey, let me let, let me get to uh, Bruce Dark Gratterall. Super cool moment for him. Um, I don't know how much you got to observe from it but um that that he was able to reconnect with his mom and cool we have some pictures here too for the crowd that's actually getting to watch and not just listen on the pod but um what, what did you get to see and you know just for humanizing the sport how much um people can get from a player who's separated from family for seven years he hadn't been able to reunite with his mother until um she hit a game last night yeah, it was a very emotional moment for everyone on the team. You know, uh, Bruce Dar is, you know, he, for anyone that knows him, uh, that moment last night was extremely special. You know, I can't even imagine, you know, what it's like for your mom to not be able to have ever seen you pitch in a professional baseball game. And she gets to come over and get, gets to watch you pitch at Dodger Stadium. You know, that's a, it's a really cool moment. And uh, I know the Dodgers helped out a lot with that. And, um you know, it was just it was special. Everyone was so excited for him, and uh, uh, you know he 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 handled it pretty well considering. But uh, uh, I, I I don't know that I would have been able to compete in that moment. I'd have, I'd have lost it a little bit. Let me ask you this: um, that is, that is such a special moment. I'm a big family guy like you as well. I'm change gears here just a second. I'm curious. You know, a lot of people that come to these games at Dodger Stadium, a lot of celebrities. Is there like a celebrity who are you like in awe to meet one time or to see at the stadium where you like? Man, this is pretty real. This is surreal right now that this man or girl, woman is at the stadium right now. Uh, you know, it, ha- it happens so much. You, you do get a little numb to it. Uh, for for me, it was always Tommy when when Tommy was still alive. It was a uh, you know you talk about probably one of the absolute baseball legends to, to always see Tommy is uh, that that one was always kind of you know awe inspiring for me, but. Um, you know, it's 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 it is crazy because all the celebrities are such big Dodger fans. They they all know know your story, and it's a uh, you know they, they'll they'll come to the clubhouse every now and then. And uh, um, you know, Brian Cranston was at the game the other night. Uh, you know, the guy from Breaking Bad, and uh, you know, he comes up. He says, "Hey, how's 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 your how's your kids doing? You got two of them now." And, and you know, you're kind of like, "Oh man, this this guy knows about me. That's that's cool." And so it's a uh, you know. The, the, those little moments to me are always the ones that are uh, uh, the, the coolest. And my, my next question to you is, I was curious because we always heard, you know, in baseball, there's always these rumors and things you hear. Did, did Magic Johnson sign jerseys for you guys in spring training and leave them at your locker when the season started? Does he, does it, does he do that every year or was it just one year thing? No, he does it. Uh, he does it pretty much every year. Um, you know, when you, when you come into the clubhouse, you have a nice goodie bag waiting for you and, uh, uh, this year we had a we got a basketball and four jerseys, and uh, you know he he switches up the jerseys every year. Um, I have I have a dream team jersey, I have a Michigan State jersey, I have you know wow. all the Laker jerseys. Um, yeah, it's 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 pretty cool. I got them hanging up. It's a uh, um, 
yeah, that's a pretty cool moment. He does that for for the guys on the team every year usually. Now let me ask you this: like, if you get called up too, does that guy get them too, or is it just beginning of the year thing? Uh, it's it's whenever he hands them out. If it's if, right. if it's at the beginning of the year, you better you better hope you're on the team. If it's halfway through the year, <laughs> how, you cool, how cool it's, is that, dude? Yeah, so it's uh, it's just you know, it, it's whenever he decides to hand them out that if you if you have a locker, you get one. That's awesome. Can we be like your honorary assistants that day? Like whenever it happens, just I mean, I can't imagine that. That's got to yeah. be so cool, dude. Yeah, it's a it's a really cool moment. That's uh, you know, it, being in LA, we get a lot of cool perks like that. Um, you know, Nike always sends us a pair of Kobe's at some point. You know that that one's pretty special. You know, the guys always love that. Um, you know, they, they went pretty cool this year. They had the, uh, the neon green ones. Uh, a lot of, a lot of us have been wearing those, you know, for batting practice and stuff. So, that's cool. um, you know, magic gives up the jerseys. There's always celebrities walking in and out of the clubhouse. And, uh, you know, we even had, we even had Denzel Washington at one point, even though he's a huge Yankee fan, he was in the clubhouse yeah. just cause it's LA. And so it's, a uh, um, yeah, it's, it's always a cool experience. You get to, to, to meet all these celebrities and stuff. And, uh, yeah, especially with Mookie, Mookie's always got guys coming into the clubhouse too. Um, <laughs> You know, we've, we've had Nelly in there. You know, Lil Wayne's been through. Just all, all these guys. Awesome. Yeah, the name dropping that the Dodgers can do is, yeah. like, top notch. Yes, <laughs> it is. Uh, Max, question for you. I don't know if you saw. There's been a few stories out of San Diego about, obviously, that team, hey, it's no secret. They spent a ton of money. There's a ton of talent. It's, it became a little bit of a rivalry with you guys, and they, they fell apart. So, you know, there's stories about, um, not a good clubhouse culture. And um, Machado spoke for a while about, you know, that kind of being overrated to an extent. Just wanted to get your take from a player perspective on what that means. Like, what what is clubhouse culture? Um, does it matter when, say, a superstar is out there early? Do you guys really resonate with the player that's been in the league for a while who's, you know, working on something? You know, can you just give me a little more insight on what that means? Because we talk about it so much. Like, can you define it for a team and if you've seen it stand out or not? Yeah, you know, I can't really speak on the Padres situation because I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not there. I don't know. I don't know what's going on over there. I don't know what they're, what they're dealing with or what's going through. But, you know, I know for us – we have our routine and, you know, guys have the routine that they do that they do every single day. And, uh, you know, Freddie, Freddie and Mookie, they're out there taking early ground balls every single day. And, um, you know, it, it, you obviously have to be smart about it. You can't be overdoing it, but they have the routine. And that's that's what we try to stress is hey, you have your routine that you're going to do every single day, whether you're playing good, playing bad, feeling good, feeling bad. You go through your, your routine and then once you're done, you're done. And, um, you know, that's something that we've always had over here. And it really kind of starts with Kirsch. Uh, you know, Kirsch has his routine he does every five days. And, uh, you know, every day is the same for him. He shows up, he gets his work in. And then once his work is done, there's probably no one that has more fun in the clubhouse, in the dugout than, than that guy does. But it's only after he gets all of his work done. And, um, you know, for, for us, having a good clubhouse is kind of what makes it easy for us to win is, you know, hey, if we have this certain situation, we know that this guy's going to go out there regardless of who he is and he's going to get the job done. He's going to he's going to do what he can to get the job done. You know, it's baseball. It's hard. You're not always going to accomplish it, but you can, you can see it in what they're trying to do, that they're trying to do that job. You know, whether it's, uh, you know, you're a late inning bullpen guy that's opening a game for us, or, you know, we need you to move a runner over, even though you're a big RBI guy, you know, just something as simple as that. There's no one in the clubhouse that questions it because we're all for each other. And that's something that we've always had. 
Yeah, it's well said, man. Yeah, and I know the young guys appreciate that, and they talk about that a lot, you know, on teams that you've been on, including this year's team. Max, great catching up, man. Congrats on the walk-off, and we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Thanks a lot, guys. Always, always a pleasure. Yeah, cheers. Thanks. Max Muncy of the uh, LA Dodgers. Now let's dive into the weeds for a sec, shall we? Let's see if we can find the winner of the American League East between Baltimore and Tampa Bay. Obviously, Baltimore. You know, what's surprising to me is you've got a – two series right now going on where you look and you're like, you know, maybe this is a spot where Tampa Bay can pick up a game, right? They're going against an Angels team that's pretty beat up at this point in the season. Baltimore going up against Houston. They're fighting for a playoff spot still for a division. They're a better team, obviously, competition-wise than the Angels, who the Rays are playing. Nope. Orioles had the big comeback win in game one. Now in game two, they made it a little less stressful for the ball club. (laughs) A couple homers from Hayes. Um, it, it's been pretty amazing to watch this team consistently put dubs together and not really like fall apart or have bad runs at any point in the season for the most part. So got to give it to them. And, and also Ryan O'Hearn, who had the five for five game, then first, first at bat in game two of this series, hits a home run. They've got dudes stepping up that are not household names in the sport yet. No. And it seems like two things, anybody they bring up is goes out and, and plays and does their best. And they're like, man, another one and another one. This is unbelievable. They, you know, give kudos to their farm system. And then, like, you feel like anytime you go play at Houston, it's like, ah, here goes Houston again. But right now, they're not doing it against the Orioles. They're still battling to get in. And, you know, is it the same Houston of old? I still think they're a really good team. I still think they're getting the playoffs and they're going to do some damage. But, you know, you always used to think you go to Houston, it's like, shoot, I'm hoping to get one game out of Houston right now. But now, <laughs> Seeing what the Orioles are doing, I tip my cap to the squad, man. This is this going to be a fun, fun playoff uh, atmosphere in Baltimore, and these these boys are coming to play. Young, middle, or old, they're all ready to rock. And the special thing too, and I, I feel like I've said this before, they they're so young, they don't know how good they are. Like they just yeah. go out and play the game. I know that sounds very basic, but um, the game doesn't like speed up on them because they're out there having a good time as young kids. And like you said, Todd, they're everybody they bring up there's no failure there they just immediately jump in like they belong there and and that's tough to have in an organization and they're doing this uh and probably the 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 toughest division in all of baseball so kudos to them and speaking on the astra you can't ever count dusty out no i mean it's maybe a bad stretch right now but dusty will figure it out no and if you listen to fair territory this week with ken rosenthal he got a question towards the end in grilling ken asking like what what's wrong with the Astros? What do they have to fix in the clubhouse? He's like, oh, hold, hold up, hold up. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> look at this team. On, yeah. Look at what they've done. And also, they're in the playoff mix yeah. right now. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're leading the division still, despite all of that. I mean, eighty four and sixty eight. It's not a bad ball club. So, but it's a good race right now because mm-hmm. you're still in that position where Tampa Bay is obviously good. I don't see them catching up at this point. You're really running low on time, and just really hasn't looked like Baltimore is going to lose you know four or five in a row at any point they haven't been swept in forever so it's two and a half games which is really three and a half because of the season series so i don't see that so tampa bay's got your first wild card and then toronto seattle and texas three teams for two spots toronto's got the one game edge and if you're watching right now you're seeing the standings if you're listening on the pod yeah toronto's up a game on seattle and texas who are both at 83 and 68 actually a big win for texas yesterday to bounce back and snap a three a four game losing skid for them but any updated thoughts here on which team out of those three 
is not going to make it. <laughs> All right, what did we get? Heads or tails? Uh, we need three uh, sides to that coin. Um, I think I want I want Texas to get in. That's just me being biased. Why? Uh, I because I played for him. I guess I, I don't know. I, I root for the teams <laughs> I play for, except a few. We won't get into. But um, for me, <laughs> um, Texas. Ah oh, man, I I I don't know. It's tough. I don't know. It's I'm tough. schedule watching at this. Yeah, point. Yeah, no doubt. I I I think Houston gets in. I think Texas gets in is the last one in there too as well. Uh, Seattle. I, I, I just, do want to see Julio in the playoffs. Yeah, I do so. too. I that, do too. That'd be pretty sweet. Well, yeah. Rangers and Mariners are playing each other. I mean, you you look at them. Each team with three series left. Rangers and Mariners have two series still to go. Uh, so one of them's out. That, yeah. that I'm calling it right you now. You think so? Yeah. One of them's out. Unless yeah. unless there's a monster problem coming. You know, I but mean, but the Jays have two series against the Rays and a series and the against Yankees. the Yanks, who would love yeah. to play spoiler. That's why it's it's too close to call. We don't have time right now. We've been having a good time out here in Cincinnati. You know who else is having fun <laughs> in Cincinnati? Wow. Hunter Green is young, throws 100. He's rich, and he's got a <laughs> fuckload of strikeouts. <laughs> 14 Ks through seven innings for he's, Green. He, he should be coming out for the eighth, too. I think he's in the upper 80s pitching, maybe low 90s. Yeah, we might have to go grab him when he's out and just bring him across the street to hang <laughs> yeah, out Yeah, because he was bit. supposed to come on with us yesterday, That's right? That's true. Yes, we did talk to him a couple nights ago when we were leaving dinner to yeah. say a quick hello. Um, he got big, too, like good big. You know, yeah. like he's, no doubt. he's built. Um, he's a monster. He is a monster. But, man, he is bringing it for the Reds when they need him. And he's really the guy that you rely on at the top of the rotation yeah, right now. And Abbott's been really good, too. But Hunter Green's the guy. I mean, that's the guy they spend money on, you know? Yeah, he's going to be that dude for sure. Yeah, Abbott, I think innings are starting to catch up a little bit. but you get, As they should, yes, you know? Yes, yes. But you get Hunter Green going deep into the game like this and, and oh, just going ahead and strike out 14, it's a huge boost for them. So he signed in mid-April, six years, $53 million. There's a club option, too, on there. So it could end up beating about two years of his free agency. Otherwise he would have been a free agent entering his age 28 season. So it's, it's a little behind, but close to, cause it's the second largest contract ever for a pitcher with a year plus of service time. Strider last year signed, it was in the playoffs, actually the extension Yeah, um, six years, 75 mil. So especially on the pitcher side, when you don't know how the arm's going to go, you, I like guaranteed. You get your richness. <laughs> Anything that's guaranteed. And he'll still hit free agency, I guess, let's see, at age 30 season. Yeah. And for a pitcher, if, if he's got the build, yeah. he's a dude that if he keeps himself on the mound, like he can have a nice long career. And even if he lose, loses a few ticks on the fastball when he's in his 30s, he's still going to be pretty damn good. He's also a guy that could go to the bullpen if later oh, in his career and yeah. bring the noise. In a playoff, too. Oh. All of a sudden, we need him to throw 105. We'll put him in the eighth. Uh-huh. Yeah, and so I guess that's the first time since 2000 Reds done that, 14K, seven innings. Do we know who it is? I do because I just read it. But <laughs> Oh, then you I mean, I was us. there too. I, I would never would have guessed that. Ron oh, Valone. Oh, Ron wow. Valone. Yeah, Ron Valone. Wow. Yeah, he started uh, 99 and 2000 for us, but mostly a guy out of the bullpen after that. Big, big lefty. Nicest he piled guy, up but, that many Ks? Oof. Dude, there was days that he was just unhittable. Yeah. I mean – like he would throw stuff up there and you're like, how are these guys missing it? But then, you know, there would be days that he wasn't nearly as good, but if he was on watch out, mm -hmm. well, props to him. 
All right, let's shout out um, our friends at Shady Rays who've got you covered with premium polarized shades. We're inside today, but we're not going to break the bank. And it's an independent sunglasses company offering a world-class product just as good as any expensive pair mm-hmm. that you've ever worn. Durable frames, extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures, and also the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses backed by lost and broken replacements. So if you lose or break a pair, even on day one, they've got you covered with a brand new pair. No questions asked, so you can wear them with confidence. And also, if you don't love what you've got, no big deal. There's a ton of options. You can exchange them for a new pair or return them for free um, within 30 days of purchase. And for the FT fam, we've got the discount foul, F-O-U-L at ShadyRays.com for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized shades. Try for yourself the sunglasses rated five stars by over 250,000 people. It is Hot sun is beaming today. Yeah, each day got a little hotter on yeah, the walk dude. over here. I'm glad we're inside. I, I yeah, I think <clears> it's. <throat> let's see, what do you think it is right now, outside? So we're right across the street, obviously. If you're new to the party here, right across the street from Great American Ballpark, right now it 84. is 82. Hot. Should hit a high of 85 today. Yeah, right. I, not too shabby for almost October. Yeah, in Cincinnati. Although some people would complain they'd like a little more. A little at more night, breeze. No, it's great at night, though. It, oh, it was perfect, perfect last night. Yes. It was perfect for a game. And we'll see if they host a playoff game. So on the National League wildcard picture, while we have a moment before Freddie Peralta joins us, same thing. Good luck figuring out who's going to come out of that. So <laughs> Miami with a big walk-off win yesterday because Nimmo almost carried the yeah. Mets to a dub. Mets are yeah. not a fun team to play right now because no. there's still some talent on there. That's not a pushover team. And, and they certainly haven't given up. You know, like, I mean, AJ's talked about you know, the White Sox. You look at them. They, they're definitely not playing inspiring baseball right now. <laughs> yeah. The Mets are. So the Marlins get a dub. They also pick up Matt Moore. He's been a really effective left-handed pitcher out of the pen this year, mostly with the Angels. Then he was part of the big dump deadline. He ends up with the guards. Now the guards let him go. He can't pitch in the playoffs for the Marlins if they make it, but who cares? Their playoffs is right now, yeah. and he's joining that bullpen, which actually I was looking up. They have a ton of lefties in their bullpen. A.J. Puck, Tanner Scott, Stephen Okert, Andrew Nardi, and now you've got Matt Moore in there. And Moore can handle both sides, but this is a nice depth pickup for a team. I mean, you don't expect to get a guy like that mm-hmm. with a week and a half to go in the season. Well, I think really what it does is you give other guys a blow, right? So other guys, whether it's starters or relievers that need that little bit of a break and you're still adding a quality arm, even though he doesn't get to pitch in the playoffs, well, you got to get there. So, yeah, this is their playoff now. I think it's a huge, huge addition. Yeah, and we'll see – how it goes further because these games are very huge for all these teams. Hell yeah. So to have somebody come in that has a little experience, you know, not, not going to wow you, not going to be that guy like, oh, man, you know, that's the guy. No, but he, he can manipulate the zone. He can figure out what he needs to do against each pitcher. And he's a lefty too as well. And lefties are, you know, at the end of the day, they're tough to hit and they're tough to get by because you don't know the craftiness of all of them. Let's slap hands. <laughs> wanted to um thank the reds uh thank bet mgm for hosting us today and the brand new sports book also nation nation kitchen and bar um you can see the logo behind me at the banks here for setting us up with some pregame spread 
um, which Todd Father's really Nation, good at crushing. Nation has a really good burger, man. That's a good, good yeah. burger. Yeah, impressive. I give, I give it, I give it nine out of ten burger rating. Yeah, delicious. There you go. Todd's like the strictest, strictest ratings guy too. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. He I gets guess. good grub in Jersey. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. You gotta impress this man. Uh, you like La Rosa's? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, if you ask me to grade, everything's ten oh, out of ten. Go to, you gotta go to Tom's River sometimes. I don't just take you on a tour. We got, I got a beer pong event coming up in November. Oh, yeah. There you go. You down. So, yeah, so you go to Gino's, on that. Right? Is it Gino's? No, no, Gino. You no. said Gino was. The, oh, oh, that yeah. was just an example. No, no, it was an example. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, no. how about this guy making his FT debut this week? Yeah, yeah go, appreciate it, man. It was awesome. Job, it was awesome. Week and hanging out with the team. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Uh, Danny with us. So Woo, thanks again to everyone, and also DBET MGM Sportsbook across the street <laughs> from Cincinnati's ballpark, Great American <laughs> Ballpark. It is open. We're getting giddy here. Um, Yeah. Hey, do your thing, baby. And this is, you know, (laughs) before happy hour with Todd Father. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see everyone on Thursday. Eric Kratz and AJ Brzezinski still exist. Oh, they They will be back on the show with us on Thursday. Uh, Shane Bieber is joining us on Thursday. I want you, Rocky. You guys ever heard of Shane Bieber? Never. Shane Bieber is joining us on Thursday. I'm a believer. Biebs. Yeah. Believe it on Thursday. We'll see you then. Hey, get in on the action with the FT fam at BetMGM. New customers use the bonus code FOUL, F-O-U-L, for a $1,500 first bet offer. Download the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com. Sign up and deposit at least $10 into your BetMGM Sportsbook account. Place your first wager and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if the bet loses. If that bet does lose, your bonus bets will be available once your initial wager is settled. Gambling problem or concern? Call 1-800-GAMBLING.